Hello, DJN. Glad to have you join us on our very first episode of DJN Brain Finance Weekly Review. This podcast is for those who want to hear about the most impactful news in crypto without having to scroll through Twitter every 10 minutes during your job, or as we DJNs would refer it as, your fiat mine. This podcast will be hosted by me, Mango, a longtime crypto enthusiast that spent way too much time analyzing the markets staring at charts using the 15-minute candlesticks, drawing lines on a grid, hoping the price would hit them, or maybe not hit them, as I would forecast. Newsflash, this is about what 90% of you guys listening have done in the past. Do not lie. We hope that you look forward to these episodes while having a laugh, picking up that cryptocurrency knowledge that you think your IRL family or friends might take an interest of, which, by the way, they probably won't. But regardless, you could take away these updates and share them along with your fellow DGENs. Now that we got that out of the way, let us begin. This week has been a pretty sunny week, and we're not talking about the weather, but I might get my summer tan going. I'm talking about that oh-so-green colour that we love to see while staring at our portfolios. Crypto prices over the last seven days have performed as so. Bitcoin is up 8.09%, Ethereum is up 8.84%, and Kronos or Crow is up 6.51%. This one's for you, Crow Firm. The crypto market has been green across the whole board, which is so damn beautiful. Later on, I'll show you some technical analysis to demonstrate why this is great. The agenda for today, looking back at Jim Cramer's big brain predictions, Reddit is launching a new NFT marketplace, big projects causing waves, Bitcoin technical analysis, my own view and an analyst's view on last week's performance. And at the end, I'll even share my own conclusion of what I'd look for next week, or as I like to call it, Mango's non-financial advice. And talking about non-financial advice, it goes without saying that anything said in this podcast is for entertainment, informational and educational purposes only. Nothing said in this podcast is financial advice. And with that said, let's get into it. Jim Cramer, the typical crypto tourist. Before we look into some real news, let's just talk about the guy that we love to meme about. If you follow Jim on Twitter, it's safe to say that this guy has a specific tone of voice on the financial markets. Passionate, to say the least. First thing that we'll talk about today is Jim Cramer, the typical crypto tourist. Before we look into some real news, let's just talk about the guy that we love to meme about. If you follow Jim on Twitter, it's safe to say that this guy has a specific tone of voice on the financial markets passionate to say the least. Jim hopped on the crypto rocket ship when prices were absolutely mooning and he said things like, quote unquote, there are fortunes to be made in crypto. I'm a big believer in Ethereum and Bitcoin. Why Bitcoin and Ethereum are the right bet? 
Now, you know you're a boomer wanting to be down with the kids when the only thing you're talking about is Bitcoin or maybe Ethereum. We love enthusiasts of all ages, but this guy is just different. By the way, those quotes are from June. You know, last month. Now, all of a sudden, Jim has taken all of his research and threw it into a ditch. Last week, he was asked about his viewpoint on the current crypto market and NFTs, and this is what he said, quote unquote, There's no real value there, what an awful asset NFTs sold to you made up. Okay, very subjective, Jim. By the way, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. As a current crypto trader, having the right sources of information on the market is essential. You might have a favorite influencer, a friend, news media source that you like to use for research to gain a better insight and objective views on certain projects, current market outlooks, or just because you like to keep up with the latest developments in crypto. This is a really good example of why you should never use just one source of information to make an outstanding opinion on a trade or investment. It could end up costing you a lot because listening to people like this that have up and down opinions, not very reliable, I would say. Oh, and just to get into the big brain predictions, I've got some quotes here that I'd like to read out. In 2008, Jim famously said, Bears Stearns is fine. Do not take your money out. Bear Stearns was not fine, and six days later, the price fell over 90%. Last year, Jim created the Magnificent Seventh, a list of stocks he said only go up. Six of them are down more than 60%. And last month, Jim said to buy the dip in oil and stocks and stay away from everything else. Oil is actually down 25% since then. So always do your own research, DGen. Oh, and if you didn't know already, there's a reason why Jim Cramer is an inverse of the market. You do the opposite of what he says. That's the meme anyways. Non-financial advice, of course. Before we go into the next segue, I'd like to read out this meme for you and tell me if it sounds familiar to you. Project roadmaps be like, one, you buy a 300 JPEG. Two, you make it your profile picture. Three, you stake it so you can't sell it. Four, give us some imaginary money we invented. Five, you pay us 70 bucks for a hoodie with a picture of the JPEG you've brought from us. Six, you shill us over the internet for free. Well, that sounds kind of relatable, doesn't it? Oh, and also before we go into the next segment, it's okay to be a crypto tourist. There are many things to learn when you get into this space, but be careful who you take advice from. If you take advice from the wrong person, they'll either shill you an overboard shitcoin or tell you to panic sell at the first sign of fear. Just to note, this is the opposite of Dejan Brain's finance vision. Reddit is launching a new NFT marketplace. It's starting to feel like NFT marketplaces is the new meta. Now it's Reddit's go to reel in some karma points. They're launching a new marketplace that lets you buy NFT profile picks, so you can use them on Reddit for a fixed rate. Now the cool things about these things are, you won't need any crypto to buy them, you can just use your credit card or debit card, which is pretty based. Limited edition NFTs come with some licensing rights. They've partnered with Polygon to mint the NFTs. 
Looking at some analytics, Reddit has 400 million monthly active users, which is a lot of eyeballs on NFTs. While limited in function, this new NFT integration is a positive sign for adoption. These NFTs are currently only available to members to the r slash collectible avatars subreddit, invites only. But Reddit is planning on making them publicly available in the upcoming weeks, so something to look forward to if you're a Reddit user and you want to spice up your profile picture with an NFT. Next, Voyager files for bankruptcy. By now, you might have stumbled across the big name of Voyager Digital, a crypto broker with over 1.5 billion in crypto assets. Last week, Voyager filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy. This filing comes after Three Arrows Capital, a hedge fund also filing for Chapter 15 bankruptcy earlier this week. So why did this happen? Number one, mismanaged funds. Voyager has burned over 200 million over the last few months. Domino effect. Voyager loaned out 650 million to Three Arrows Capital, which is now bankrupt. This loan accounted for 60% of the total loans and created a massive hole in their balance sheet. So what now? Stephen Alreich, the CEO, announced that customers with crypto in their accounts would receive a combo of some crypto money from the 3AC recovery, common shares from the newly organized company and Voyager tokens in exchange. One thing is clear, this will be a long few months for Voyager and anyone involved in their platform. Celsius ex-employee is suing. Celsius has really been on a wild roller coaster ride as of lately. From facing insolvency issues and suspending activity on their platform to fully paying off their Bitcoin debt and avoiding liquidation. It really looked like things might be okay after all. But that okay is like when a girlfriend texts you back okay and it seems like it's all good, but it really isn't. Now Celsius is being sued by Jason Stones, an ex-employee. He filed a 32-page lawsuit and here are some of the significant allegations stated. Celsius was running a Ponzi scheme. Celsius spending 90 million buying their own token to inflate the price. Celsius lied about their risk management strategies in place. And Celsius CEO transferred some of their NFT investments to his wife. Such allegations could really ruin the reputation of the Celsius platform and its current and maybe future potential investors. Celsius has yet to come out with an official statement. I would personally wait for their response to have the viewpoint from both parties and make an informed opinion based on what they come out with. But not gonna lie, things are not looking so good for Celsius from a sentimental and financial standpoint. Next is technical analysis on Bitcoin. It's my favorite time of the week, folks. Looking at magic lines on a grid to help me sleep at night or debate whether I should be in crypto at all. But let me be honest for a sec. I'm completely addicted at this point, so quitting is not an option for me. I will accept the life of a degen full-heartedly. I'm going to be touching some financial terms, so I'm going to explain these terms along the way. Bitcoin breaks above 20,000 on a positive non-foreign payroll Fed report. 22,000 remains a critical psychological resistance 
And will a break of technical resistance allow Bitcoin to climb higher? For those that like to be more technical, I'll explain what non-foreign payroll reports are. They are a monthly measure of the US labor market health. It reflects the net changes in US employment. To summarize, they are the most reliable market mover data points for the US dollar, equities, treasuries, and gold. And in DGEN terms, a positive report equals good for the US dollar, which equals good for Bitcoin, which equals good for the whole crypto market. Now, I kind of wish you guys were reading the weekly report instead of the podcast for this section. So I'm just going to have to explain the chart as I go. This is my take on this week's Bitcoin's price. Bitcoin has traded on both sides of the 20,000s for the past few weeks, but reached 22,500 bucks again before pulling back. Price action would likely stay narrow for the following weeks unless we get some fresh macro drivers. To explain what macro drivers actually are, they are the type of news that impact the macro financial environment as a whole. Like positive world news that would encourage banks, institutions or governments to make investments in the economy, stocks or crypto for example. An example of a positive macro driver for crypto specifically would be countries accepting Bitcoin or other tokens as legal tender. A negative driver would be another stablecoin like USDC or USDT depegging, causing panic due to Luna losing all of its value. Again, these are just examples of drivers and not predictions, but these are the type of news headlines that you should be looking out for for the macro environment. If there's anything I'd want you to take away from this podcast, it's knowing the type of news that drives the market. This is of course only one factor on what to research, but hopefully now you know the type of research that you should be looking out for when forming an opinion on the current market. Now we have the analyst's take on Bitcoin's last week performance. Quote unquote, a break below 18.6k would expose the multi-month 17.6 slow. One ray of light for Bitcoin bulls is the short-term pattern of higher lows and high highs made over the last week. If this price action continues to grind higher, then a test and break of the recent high around 23.2k would make the chart outlook a little more positive. If you guys want to follow Nick Corley, I'm going to put his Twitter handle on the description of this episode. On the article version of the weekly review, we have a meme of the week section just for you DGENs. All you have to do is join our Discord and post on the memes channel. The one with the most reactions will win their spot. If you'd like to join, the link is on our Twitter handle at DGENBrains. Looking forward to seeing the dankest crypto memes from you guys. Now for the final section of the podcast. My favorite, Mango's non-financial advice. Now, remember, as I stated before, I'm not a professional financial advisor. These are all my own opinions, yada yada. So let's get on with it. Yes, we had a green week, but that does not take away from the overall performance of the Bitcoin chart. We are still down 70% from the peak of 68,000. I would like to see the overall market turn up before expelling any more excitement. I'm starting to look at the stables and slowly take money away 
to invest in my favorite blue chip long-term projects, whether these are tokens or NFTs for the long haul. And I mean holding for months or maybe even years. Personally, I take these levels as a huge financial opportunity. I'd say blindly investing right now is like catching a falling knife. You might get lucky if you catch it, but if you don't, you're gonna bleed. This is the time when I would be dollar cost averaging, not aping right in. Next week on the financial calendar, we have inflation rates on the 13th, the producer price index report on the 14th, and retail sales at the end of the month. Remember when we talked about the macro drivers? Well, these are it. What I'm watching out for are positive reports on any of these three. It would be nice if inflation got better over this month. And that's all we have for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's take on DBF's weekly review brought to you by DGen Mango. If you found anything that we said useful, follow us on Twitter, join the community in our Discord, and we'll see you again next week.